Productions. Algar Productions. Previously on Contentment Corner. Shall we begin? Uh, begin what? Oh, my apologies. I just assumed that that was implied. I meant your torture. And now, the continuation. Wait, what? You're going to torture me? (laughs) What? No, don't be silly. I don't torture people. (laughs) I I guess I must have misunderstood. This guy, on the other hand, loves it. I'm looking forward to working with you. See the self-aware incongruity of me asking if we shall begin, and his polite remark just now? That's irony. You of all people should appreciate that. Can we go back to that question, the the one about us beginning, and and if we shall or we shan't? Because I'd like to... Hey, what are you doing? I I thought you said you wouldn't be torturing me. Oh, I won't be. I abhor violence. I'm just securing you to the wall before I leave as a favor to my friend here. Can you at least tell me who it is that will be torturing me? I I can't really see anything past that giant spotlight. That's up to him. I really must be going now. So much to do. Bye! Now, as the lady said, shall we begin? What was that? I was just cracking my knuckles and neck as a show of force. All that tells me is that you're stiff and frail. Now, how is that supposed to... Ah! Where did... I'm asking the questions here. Uh, All right, so... Is this a torturing me because you enjoy torture situation, or are you... Yeah! The second one. The one where I torture you for information. I assume that's what you were going to say before I interrupted you. Yes, sir. I am, as it happens, quite aware of your unique abilities. The fact that you can see everything that's going on in this town. And I want you to tell me what the authorities know about this so-called serial killer that's so-called terrorizing the town. I'd be happy to tell you that without you having to torture it out of me. Nah, I'm good. Okay, well, can I at least do the opening credits first? Knock yourself out. I mean... Not literally. I need you conscious. On the spectrum of how things bode, I would not place that fact at the this bodes well end. Sarcastic Voyage presents the continuing story of Contentment Corner, starring Kara O'Connor as Special Agent Dr. Kale Menefin. Wait, special agent? Come on, even I knew that much. I mean, yes, okay, I I know everything that's going on in the town, but I guess I never put together that my psychiatrist was secretly an FBI agent. I imagine the story wouldn't really work if I knew that back in the first episode of the new season, but... Alright, she's here looking for the serial killer. Apparently. I told you, I knew that already. Get to the part I don't know now. (sighs) Okay, well, how about, at this very moment, Agent Menefin is entering the main admin building of the Zizix Cosmetics Factory 
to question possible suspects in the recent murder of CEO Jad Corland. Can I help you? Uh, yeah. Hi. Special Agent Kale Menefin to see... Is everything all right in there? Everything is fine. Back, you. Get back. Are you sure? Because it sounds like... Does it sound like I'm dealing with an angry flamingo whose master recently died? Because that's what's happening right now. Oh, that too, I guess. But I was going to say... It sounds like you're at the bottom of a well, which itself is at the bottom of a cave, and also that you're wrapped in about 16 layers of cheesecloth. The audio quality on this intercom is terrible. I'm very sorry, Agent Minifin, but I've had more important things. Seriously, it sounds like you recorded your responses on a wax cylinder, attached them to the Voyager probe, then beamed them back to Earth from an adjacent solar system. Is there something I can do for you? It sounds like you're one of those adults on the Charlie Brown cartoon who took a whole bottle of painkillers, then left the cotton from the pill bottle in your mouth. Okay, one more. It sounds like you rushed over from your scuba diving lessons to operate the drive through speaker, but forgot to take your diving mask off. Okay, now I'm done. What happened to the flamingo? He died of old age waiting for a little comedy routine to wrap up. Only he fell asleep. What difference does it make? Now, if you're here for the murder investigation... Oh, I visited the crime scene earlier. The sheriff's department can take it from there. But I'd like to talk to Mr. Jorgensen now, if I may. Go right in. Seriously, if that was all she needed, why the fuck? Minifin. Oh, hello, Sheriff. No, I definitely believe you're on the other end of this phone call. Okay, what a strange thing to ask. Mm-hmm. Yes, you did tell me the parable of the three ducks and the marmosuit. Oh, you're going to tell me again? Okay. But, uh, sir... No. Listen, sir, it's a fantastic story. Really, really it is. And undoubtedly completely relevant to what I'm doing right now. But, sir, as it happens, right now I'm at Zizix Cosmetics. I'm going to question Mr. Jorgensen, who mysteriously arrived just before Cortland's murder. Yes, sir. Uh, no, sir, I haven't seen Deputy Troy Hammond today. I assumed he was, uh... Oh, he is still assigned to my case. Okay, all right, sir. If you insist... I'll let you know when I hear from him. Okay, you too, sir. Love you. Bye. Love you? What is wrong with me? Wait. She said that just now. She actually said the name Deputy Troy Hamun. Yes? Why, why would I make up a thing like that? Ah! What was that for? My fingers slipped. Still getting used to these things. Please continue. Okay. So, Agent Menefin found her way to the office of Clegg Jorgensen, new CEO of Zizix Cosmetics. Come in. Ah, Agent Menefin, was it? Lovely to see you again. What are you... Don't... Sir, you are seriously violating my personal space right now and... Oh! I've been told my charm can be disarming. 
But nobody's ever used the word violating before. Uh, it wasn't a compliment, Mr. Jorgensen. And I don't care how rugged and masculine you are or how many people with weird daddy issues are okay with you kissing their hand like that. I can assure you, I'm not okay with it. Kesaravici. What will be, will be conquered. Uh, it's been a long time since I took Latin, but you might want to... Can I pour you a scotch? I'm on duty. Also, we're in a factory filled with dangerous machinery. Are you sure it's wise to consume hard liquor in this environment? Not if you can't handle it. I, of course, can. You're like one of those people who watched Mad Men, but somehow missed the part about how everyone on Mad Men got really drunk as a form of self-medication because their lives were sad and horrible. What are you, a psychiatrist? As it happens, I am. I'm one of the FBI's top serial killer profilers. They sent me to Contentment Corner to investigate a string of recent homicides. But then the homicides stopped for a while, and since I already had the qualifications as part of my FBI training, I decided to go undercover as a practicing psychiatrist. That sounds like complete nonsense. While simultaneously sounding positively compelling. Like a solid premise for an hour-long NBC procedural. I'd watch the hell out of that show. Okay, I think that's quite enough about me, thank you. We're here to talk about you, Mr. Jorgensen. Agent Minofen, I thought we'd cleared this up earlier when I spoke with the sheriff. I didn't kill Jed Cortland. I was in this office. At the time of his murder, yes, I'm aware of that. I'm also aware that you met with a person called Saltness O'Hallahan, whom you insist probably was involved with the murder. That's right. Putting aside the fact that this clearly is a made-up name... And exactly how long have you been in Contentment Corner, Agent Minifan? Putting that aside, we have no actual record of this person on paper or any of the many cameras in this factory. You're telling me I didn't see this person? Of course I'm not. But you have to admit, this all looks pretty suspicious. You showed up demanding control of this company, going on and on about your birthright. This company is my birthright! And that's what I'm here to clarify, sir. How a company founded over 30 years ago by your distant relative can possibly be... All right. You want to hear the story? I mean, not really, but I guess I need to. Also, you clearly seem prepared to tell it. Come back with me, won't you, Agent Minovan? To a simpler time. England. 1981. Common era. The Iron Lady herself, Margaret Thatcher, had been in power for two years. An American relative of mine, Agnes Jorgensen, was visiting the United Kingdom for her semester abroad. And I had popped over from the continent for a quick visit with her. From Denmark. We Jorgensen's a Danish, you know. Ugh, the Dutch. Uncle Clegg, here, over here. You, Townie, get out of that seat at once. It's spoken for. I do beg your pardon. Yes, you do. Now, off you go. <sighs> Best not to make a scene, of course, but I shan't allow myself to be spoken to in this manner again, I can promise you. Agnes, my darling niece, it is wonderful to see you again. Mwah, mwah. And you as well, Uncle. Two questions, dear. First, what brings you across the pond? I thought your wing of our little clan was keen to stay in... Uh, what was it called again? Montana? <laughs> North Dakota. Ugh. They are. 
I, however, am very much trying to improve my lot in life. I'm attending university, and to answer your question, I'm here for my junior year abroad. Really? That must be some university that pays for a trip to England. It's just a community college, as they call them in the colonies. I'm on a scholarship from one of the local industrial concerns, and I haven't actually gotten the money for all of this as such. Not yet, anyway. But I'm sure I will upon my return. I see no possible reason why I wouldn't. Right. And your other question, dear uncle? I'm not sure how to ask this diplomatically. Oh dear, have I some black pudding on my face? Do spare me the further embarrassment and tell me if I... Agnes, have you always been this British? Oh, the accent. That's just a natural result of me being here and absorbing the culture. You might say I've taken to it like a a budgie to a lorry. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. I feel so much more at home here in Europe. Technically, the UK is Here in Europe. I've always felt more continental than those idiot corn farmers I grew up with. So you decided to change the way you talk. That's right. All right, then. I'm seizing my destiny, Uncle. This is an early stage in a many-stage plan which will ultimately result in a mighty corporate empire, the likes of which the world has never seen. Okay, but... And I'll want you at the head of that empire with me, Uncle. Oh, oh, seriously? Of course. I'd much sooner trust someone with refined European breeding than any of those yokels back in Contentment Corner. So I'm more qualified to help you than anyone else, just because of where I was born. That's right. Call it your birthright. And so, when I finally came here to claim my birthright... I found my niece's stepson, the now apparently late Jad Cortland, running the company. So you can well imagine my shock and horror. I mean, not really. Legal claim or not, and honestly, the legality of your claim is dubious at best. Somebody had to keep this company running for the last 30 years. But my birthright! Okay, but let's put that aside for a moment. This conversation you just described to me was in 1981. It's 2017. Where have you been for the last 36 years? I was exiled. To France. And would you care to elaborate on that at all? No, I don't think I would. Mr. Jorgensen, you have to admit that this does paint you with a pretty clear motive for Cortland's murder. I can see how you'd think that, but... Yes? I don't know. I didn't kill him. Isn't my word as a gentleman enough? (laughs) Oh, God, no. Fortunately for you, the dozens of cameras in this building that firmly establish your alibi at the time in question probably are. And what was even the point of... That doesn't mean you're completely off the hook, sir. You claim this Saltness O'Hallorhan approached you and may be responsible for the murder, but we can find no proof... Hibiscus, honey. I'm kind of in the middle of something here. It's all right. I... Can you please just work with me here, Agent Minofan? Daddy, I have something to tell you. It's very important. Seriously, no help at all here. I find it best not to get involved. Sweetie, I was just... Uh, Were you telling 
that boring birthright story again? As it happens, I was. Uh, Good morning, uh, hibiscus, is it? That's right. I'm Agent Minifin of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. You can't just say FBI. I'm here investigating the apparent murder of Jad Cortland. I don't suppose you saw... (gasps) Jad Cortland? Murdered? But that means... Wait, what does that mean? Well, it's a terrible tragedy, of course. But it means I'm in charge of this company now. Which also means... Means that your main competitor is now seeing Corby's soap. Well, yes. No sympathy at all, huh? You can see why I might have suspected... St. Corby Soap is run by Vatican St. Corby, who has a teenage daughter named Tanda. Oh, boy. I can see where this is going. Can you? Brace yourself. Daddy, Tanda St. Corby is my true love, and you can't keep us apart. Well, that was... I did try to warn you. So, wait. That's it. That's all she knows. I mean, apparently? Uh, Alright, how many lines are gonna start with, I mean... Ah! What was that for? So this Agent Minofin thinks Sultness is the killer. But Sultness abhors violence. Well, that's what she said, but... Maybe if she's a serial killer, she's also, and try to follow my logic here, maybe she's also a liar. Sultness O'Harahan is not the serial killer. How can you be so sure? Because I am the serial killer. Well, thank you for turning off the blindingly bright light, but now I can't... Yes, hold on. I meant to turn on the other light, only now I can't find the switch. Just... I'd say I can't even see my hand in front of my face, but I can't move my hand in front of my face because I'm chained to the wall. Just give me a minute, would you? There. Oh, now I can... Uh, You! That's right. Me. Don't worry, folks. We wouldn't do that to you. But you're the skeleton that works for the sheriff's department. Deputy Shroihamun, at your service. Well, if you're at my service, could you let me down from here? You're funny. Anyway, no. No what? Well, no. I'm not going to let you down. But also, no, I'm not that skeleton that works for the sheriff's department. I was that skeleton. But now, I'm so much more than that. Wait, why Why are you undoing your mummy bandages? That's... Oh, oh God, that's gross. You see this heart? Ah! I took this from your classmate, Lexington Park. She didn't need it anymore, on account of being murdered by me. And this lung? Uh, This came from Tajik Jabberwocky. Wait, when did that happen? I don't know, three or four weeks ago. What difference does it make? It's just, uh, we never heard that one. Unless... Oh, that that must have been the murder that brought Agent Minifin to town in the first place. Ah, got it. These fingers, which I'm still getting used to, yeah. hence the occasional inadvertent torture. Ah, that, that was clearly advertent. These came from Jad Cortland. So you're not a skeleton turning yourself into a mummy at all. You're a skeleton turning yourself into a Frankenstein. It's a monster. Thank you. Although I prefer the book's alternate title, The Modern Prometheus. So on top of everything else, you're also a weird book hipster? 
I can be many things. And in fact, one of those things I can be under am is a duly deputized officer of the law, and I'm late for work. So I'm just going to wrap myself back up here, put on my uniform, and... And let me go? Less funny the second time. Yeah, that's a basic rule of comedy. They, they call it diminishing returns. All right. Here's what's going to happen next. I'm going to give you one more giant torture shock for the road. I'm going to go back to my job as an unassuming deputy assisting the FBI with her murder investigation. And you're going to resume narrating or whatever it is you think you're doing. (sighs) Seriously, I still need to do transitions? I don't get a moment to recuperate? (sighs) Fine. Meanwhile, in the offices of the CEO of St. Corby Soap. And that's why you have to date me, Tanda. I'm not even entirely sure who you are, or for that matter, how you got in here. I'm the daughter of your fiercest competitor. This relationship is our forbidden destiny. What relationship? Now what? Come in! Oh, not you again. Did my daddy send you here? You can't keep me from my true love no matter what he says. Hold me, Tanda. You're hurting me. Stay close to me, my love. Together we can... I'm not here to keep anyone from anything. I'm here to help. Okay, but do you have an appointment or... I don't need an appointment. I'm Salt Nizzle Hallerhan. Sorry, should that mean something to me? It just doesn't add up. Every time we find a body, we find an obvious suspect with an obvious motive for killing them, and they have an airtight alibi. None of the victims seem to have anything in common, and the missing organs are a real... Oh! Deputy Troyerman! You really know how to sneak up on a person. (laughs) Um, Deputy, you look like you put on a little weight... And I don't mean in a bad way. You're wearing it well. Have you been working out or... Oh, okay. Whatever it is you're doing, keep doing it. But um, enough of that. We got to catch the serial killer. If I can just wiggle this bobby pin, which I inexplicably had on my person and managed to get into my hand... There. Oh... Oh, okay. Step one, get free. Done. Step two, walk out that door. Locked, naturally. Okay. Uh, Step three, call for help. Hello? Or maybe I could just use this phone here. Obviously, I can't call the police because, you know, mummy, skeleton, Frankenstein monster, whatever. No, there's there's only one person in this town who'll believe this story. Mysteries of the Unexplained, you're on the air. Episode 29 of Contentment Corner featured Duncan Bosco as Deputy Troy Hamoon, Mark Bosco as Tron Sahedigahente, Terry Drozdak as Gondola Vanderborg, Kara O'Connor as Dr. Agent Kale Menefin and Agnes Jorgensen. Matt Rabotham as Aaron Fawcett. Nicole Santora as Miss St. Corby. Sabrina Snyder as Hibiscus Jorgensen. Amanda Smith as Saltness O'Hallerhan. Jason Wallace as Clegg Jorgensen. And Ron Algarwatt as Willikins. 
It was written by Ron Algar Watt and produced by Algar Productions, copyright 2017. I don't know what any of that means. I got weirdly southern there. Am I from the south? I want that pecan pie. The likes of which the world